This is a podcast from Rover. Jay and Dunk reheated. This is from Anonymous. Chuck us that sauce, would you, G? Fellas and fellets. After hearing a few good yarns about the strife from some of our friends, uh, some of our friends have been through, I've started to take a look at my past and what I've survived so far. After close inspection, I've come to realise that I really shouldn't be here. Born in northern Queensland, my mother was a professional cattle rustler. <laughs> what does that mean? You're, well, you're nicking it. Yeah. <laughs> Stealing cows. Shit, you're running a good set up there. What, yeah. what do you need? A pair of bolt cutters cut through the fence? Well, hang on. Buckle in. She and her mates made a good bit of crust illegally herding cattle from large farms in the area. Uh, bracket, please note, I'm not proud of this behaviour, nor do I condone it. Anyway, apparently these young rascals would quite often find themselves in the spotlight of either the farmer or a dedicated worker who would not hesitate to fire off a few rounds of a twenty-two or a three oh three when alerted to these fuckers trying to steal a few legs of beef. I've done some pretty dumb shit in my time, but whenever I um, talk to the old lady about this shit, I can't help but think, fuck, that must have been a good old time. <laughs> <laughs> According to her, she took a 22 round to the back while pregnant with me, which resulted in her falling off her motorbike as she was crossing a stream, landing face down in the water. She would have wrecked along with me if her mate hadn't been a GC and came back for her whilst under fire. The old girl is in her 60s now and has put in a massive amount of time and effort into becoming uh, qualified as a mental health support worker, an absolutely irreplaceable member of society. Myself, on the other hand, at this stage of I'm life, a piece of shit. <laughs> at this stage of life, I've managed to rupture my spleen, break both legs a couple of times, collarbone, both ankles, left wrist, left wrist three times, left arm twice. I think all my fingers and toes have been mashed at least once. Car, motorcycle crashes have put my skull and neck through multiple fractures, resulting in months slash years of concussion symptoms. Not to mention being bankrupt twice. Add up, boy. Last time I died, it took me... Hang on, fucking hell. <laughs> that is how you start a sentence. Last time I died, it took me almost a year to recover from my head trauma. Nowadays, I'm actually doing all right. I haven't died since 2016, which is pretty fucking mint if you ask me. New record, new personal record. I haven't died since 2016. Pretty sure my old lady uh, would not be too keen to have this one go out online, but I reckon she deserves a bit of credit. And wherever the fuck my genes came from, are uh, surely meant to be here. I'm fairly well convinced that my purpose on this planet is to help people out, whether it be mental health or just general community support. I'll find my way and do my best to leave this world a better place than I found it. Sure. Wow. Wow. We. Original gangster dodging the bullets in the womb. Mate, that is that is hectic. I, how much money do you reckon you make doing that full time? Cattle rustling. Yeah. Oh, shit tons. Yeah. Okay. Absolute shit tons. What are they Particularly worth here in New Zealand, a beast? 1500 to two and a half grand. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, and so if you if you mob up, then you... Ten you, of those is a bit of walking around money for the weekend. Yeah, so there's, <laughs> what they would do, particularly in those massive big um, big stations in Australia, they would pull them from way back. That's why they've got those um, the ones that capture those bulls and, and send them off, capture wild scrub bulls and send them off. They reckon that uh, in New Zealand, particular parts of New Zealand, and we're going into sort of basically we'll be driven to recession next year, when those times happen... All farmers move their stock in probably two or three k's from any roadside paddocks. If they have a big enough farm. Yeah, because shit just goes missing. Like animals go missing from the side of the road. Like Caleb's cousin who smacked one and chucked the whole thing in a freezer. 
Isn't it funny, though, when you go, oh, you know, the farmers um, lose an animal. That's like stealing someone at the ATM that's drawn out $2,500 cash, yeah. mugging them. Yeah. But it's not dealt but with it's, the same way. No, nah, shit, no. And it's and everyone's like, oh, well, you got fucking heaps of them. Well, you might have heaps and heaps of cash in your bank account, too. You got fucking, oh, no, you got heaps of, I've got heaps of fucking bills and an enormous floating overdraft. Yeah, yeah, I've got. Have you guys yes, heard of yes, living got, with five or six million dollars debt? Yeah, I've got 500, 500 head of cattle that's worth that much cash, but I also have six and a half million dollars about to be pumped to base points on an interest rate, which is going to have me jerking off people for fucking McDonald's on the weekend. <laughs> it's hot and dangerous. Jay and Dunk reheated. I read this one this morning, uh, actually sent through the Rock Drive Facebook page uh, from one of our snipers, Callum O'Reilly from West Wales. Wales! Wales! <laughs> and I always, I, I always think about, like, I was like, where are the yarns going to go? Like, where do you go from some of the ones we've had? Yeah. And there's just always a new, interesting, um, like, it's not a one up, but it's like a, it's an iteration of it. Well, I feel like I've had urination yarns before. Yeah. And you're like, well, what's the weirdest thing that can happen to you when you're taking a piss? Oh. Have I got this? Hey there, fellas and fellettes. How are Something horrifying happened to me at 2.30 a.m. this morning. So obviously when I woke up, I had to tell you all about it. So here it is. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. Come from Wales. Stirred awake at the wee hours of the morning, absolutely bursting for a piss. So got up, shuffled to the bathroom in just my boxes. Still very half asleep. I started the stream and let the pee hit the water. So I knew my aim was on point. And this is kind of rogue, this next bit. I had one hand on the wall uh, above the toilet and then went for the no, the no hands approach as I could hear that I wasn't missing the water. Question. <laughs> yes. Is that normal? Yeah. So do you it, often do the no hands? No. no I so don't really. I, never put, I never put a hand against the wall anyway. So I'm just running. I just go for a, a noise. So you – because basically – Oh, you don't know. You don't know. You kind of just no, know where it's going to go. Yeah. So basically, yeah. Well, because you do it every day, like mm. five times a day. Of course, you kind of know. Yeah. So you've got to line it up, but you normally can like you can hear how far up the bowl you're hitting just yeah. from the acoustics, yeah. and then so you just drop the noise <laughs> down, and then you hit that back corner. It just goes. Why does it do that? Because you're just drilling it in the back corner. In the water. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Porcelain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Where the where the porcelain hits the water, and then you know you're in that sweet spot, and you just sit there. I feel like the no hand is like not that common. Like that's, I mean, oh, you maybe, mean a no hand and not holding onto your dick? Yeah, so he had one hand on the wall and then one hand on his dick and then went no hands. Half oh, that's fuck, yeah. that's rogue. Yeah, that's everywhere. Rogue. Yeah, that's what I reckon. Anyway, uh, maybe five to ten seconds go by, merely emptying myself when my dick got squeezed and what felt like yanked to the ground. <laughs> what? Hang on. Well, he had no so hands. he's taking a piss Wait, yeah. so he and had... something's grabbed his dick and pulled it. <gasps> And it's obviously dark. not him because he's gone so he hands can't off. See it. What? Yeah. Oh, <gasps> the shock and pain of my pee being abruptly stopped midstream made me make a noise I could only compare to a kung fu movie kicking sound like hee <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck? Simultaneously, my body reacted uncontrollably by doing the move from the Van Halen jump music video. <laughs> As that happened, uh, I'm guessing it's, it's a jump. It's a leg flick up the back. Oh, oh, jump. <laughs> jump. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> Simultaneously, my body reacted uncontrollably by doing that move. As that happened, what I managed to do was a full force kick the bathroom wall with my right foot. Then my left foot came into contact with something solid but softer than a wall. What? Mm. I crashed to the floor in pain from my dick, both my feet and my ass, and I landed still pissing all over myself. 
My wife then came out of the bedroom and turned on the bathroom light. Turns out my three-year-old daughter had wandered out of <laughs> no. bed and came into the bathroom. What? I didn't hear her as I was hitting the water and for whatever reason she decided to swing off the end of my doodle and then received a kick to the chest for doing so. Oh. I had to try and explain all of that to the wife before going into the shower and then spending the next half an hour mopping the bathroom up. Absolute fucking chaos. Cheers, the boys and the girls. <laughs> that is fucking chaos. Isn't it? Like, this is the only thing that I can sort of like remotely remote, um, uh, relate to this is the time that I opened the shower door and was completely in the neck and the shower door came off the hinge <gasps> and fell towards me and just clocked me in the middle of the forehead. Oh. And I've, You've opened the shower door millions of times, you know, mm. hundreds of thousands of times in your life, however many it is, same as taking a piss. It yeah. normally goes the pretty much the same way. Yeah. So you can kind of see why it's like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> we, we know a bloke who, who was, you know, it's like it's not uncommon to have a shower with your kids when they're little because mm. it's just, you just, two it's birds, one stage. Easier. easier. Sometimes it's like to convince them. It's an easy way to convince them. Yeah. And uh, and that was, you know, and kids when they're in there, they like to f- just tip out shampoo and soap and slip all around the place. And our mate uh, Grot was in the shower with his little grommet, and he reckons that he was mid, um, like, hair shampoo. So your eyes are closed because you don't want to get your eyes stinging. And he reckons he just felt the searing pain. And what had happened is that the suds had caused his, his kid, who was, like, three years old, to slip over. But he'd reached up, like, an absolute black cap in the making and just gone for a boundary catch but just grabbed hold of one testicle. <laughs> Like he's, like he's like on a, on a rock climbing wall. <laughs> and he's just like hanging on it, but just full body weight into it, still trying to regather his legs underneath, but kind of skidding up and bouncing up and down. And he's like paralyzed with pain and fear. He's like, I've never had anything like it. And it was like his first instinct was just to swing for where the pain was coming from. And he's like, his hand would have stopped maybe two inches from his kid's face as he like wound through like a full haymaker. Just it like took him that long to realize that. The only option could be his kid hanging off his nut, and he just just about clocked him. Like, would have probably killed him. Just put him straight through the that shower wall. So violent. Yeah. Reheated. This is Mad Dog Ian. We've chatted about him heaps. He sends us heaps of great content. One of the great snipers. Actually, got sniped himself by a handgun through his eye and lost his eye. Leaked a bit of brain fluid. Also died while crossing a river. Got assaulted by some gang members. He's had a pretty gnarly life. A very colourful bloke, you know? Mm, very funny, too. Uh, but he's one of our Mad Dogs uh, from our Mad Dog Club, which we give out club rings to. Myself and Jay, not Mad Dog enough to be in it, but there's a hundred other Mad Dogs. hundred plus, almost 200. Uh, listeners to of our a radio show. Hell of an AGM. He sent through the uh, actual explanation for what tools do, a real-life explanation, basically. So this is Tools Explained. The drill press, a tall upright machine useful for suddenly snatching flat metal bar stock out of your hand so it smacks you in the chest and flings your beer across the room, uh, denting your freshly painted project, which you had carefully set in the corner (laughs) where nothing could get to it. (laughs) The wire wheel cleans paint off bolts and then throws them somewhere under the workbench with the speed of light. Also removes fingerprints and hard-earned calluses from fingers and uh, and about the time it takes you to say, oh, shit. <laughs> also it does is it fires endless needles of wire into your legs through your overalls. Oh, man. I was cleaning my barbecue the other day, and I was really giving it some elbow grease, and then I was walking around the concrete after it. I just got all the bristles stuck in the bottom of my feet. So, <laughs> shit. Word of warning, guys, don't clean your barbecue. Yeah, just leave it. Easy just to run it hot and pour some beer on it. Um, The drop saw, a portable cutting tool used to make studs too short. (laughs) Pliers, used to round off bolt heads, sometimes used in the creation of blood blisters. (laughs) 
The belt sander, an electric sanding tool commonly used to convert minor touch-up jobs into major refurbishing <laughs> jobs. <laughs> I think belt sander's a shit of a thing, isn't it? It's so hard to get right. Well, and, they, and they always come preloaded with like a 40 grit on it. Something just to scallop out the timber and uh, and then you just end up going from something that's inch and a half thick to about probably <laughs> like 12 mil. Yeah, I haven't had much luck with it. Hacksaw's maybe a little bit more. The hacksaw. One of a family of cutting tools built on the uh, Ouija board principle that <laughs> transforms human energy into a crooked, unpredictable motion, and the more you attempt to influence its course, the more dismal your future becomes. <laughs> Vice grips. Uh, generally used after pliers to completely round off bolt heads. If nothing else is available, they can also be used to transfer intense welding heat to the palm of your hand. <laughs> <laughs> The table saw, a large stationary power tool commonly used to launch wood projectiles for testing wall integrity. <laughs> Two more. The hydraulic floor uh, floor jack used for lowering an automobile to the ground after you've installed your new brake shoes, trapping the jack handle firmly under the bumper. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one's the bandsaw, a large stationary power saw primarily used by most shops to cut good aluminium sheeting into smaller pieces that will uh, more easily fit into the trash can after you've cut the inside of the lining uh, instead of the outside. Oh, the inside of the line instead of the outside edge. <laughs> Very good. Thank you, Mad Dog Ian. Jay and Dunk. Reheated.